0: Hello and welcome everyone to another edition of the Sunday Talk. I am your host, Joseph Dronick. Dylan is not joining us right now. He has family matters to attend to. Um, He may come later. It's unknown just yet. You know, it's all really into the Lord's timing. But I just want to say thank you to everyone who's joined in. Thank you to the supporters. Thank you to just really anyone that's been a part of this since the beginning um, and yeah, I just want to welcome you to the uh, Sunday talk. So one thing if I have to be completely honest with people, I really haven't had the best week, a lot of uh, a lot of emotions, a lot of, uh, you know, aspects of life that I didn't think were going to play out the way they were. Um, and I know I'm not alone in that. But it's very disheartening to to see and to be a part of. So um it's one of the things that this week has um, I'm so, excuse me, has been really sharpening my faith and learning how to just walk by faith. And I'm realizing more and more that before that faith is the cornerstone of the whole bible from genesis to revelation we see that people are justified by faith and faith alone we see that people are can do tremendous things because of faith and it's of course it, no one's faith is perfect but we do have faith in a perfect god And um, I just want to draw your attention to Hebrews 11.1. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. And in times like this, when, you know, people are out of work, people are getting sick, people are dying, we tend to lose track of that because what's in front of us and what we see is so terrible, it's so... I, we, I don't think there's been a time like this in my lifetime, at least. Frankly, um, I was the last thing I can really picture was for the country. I was about six years old when 9 uh, 11 when happened, and I lived in New York. And, you know, friends, you know, my parents' friends were killed. People they grew up with, people like neighbors were killed. And it was something that was hitting home in a way like never before. And it shook people. I had never seen anything shake us up for this long before. And learning the fact that God is in control, that God knows this, it's it's quite remarkable. And we need to hold on to that in these really trying times and in these really odd days that we are in. And like I said, for me, it's been very, it's been very hard. Um, But, you know, God is faithful. And it's one of those things. um, One of my favorite songs is I Still Believe by Jeremy Camp. And I just want to also add in uh, the movie was great, but the song is just so true. Like it's times like this where we really need to learn to just come together and say, you know what? I, I still believe. But, um, in Mark, for instance, I believe it's Mark chapter nine, when a de- when a, f- a father of a demon possessed boy goes up to Jesus and he's telling him, my son is, is demon possessed. He's throwing himself into fires. He's mauling himself. And, uh, Jesus says, do you believe I could heal your, your son? And the man says, I do believe help my unbelief. That's kind of where I am. And I think most Christians are in this time we have those moments where like help my unbelief and uh, what's up, Landon, how you doing today, man? (sighs) But yeah, it was, it's a hard week, but God is good. And, um, it's kind of going off the how the last Sunday talk ended where I'm realizing more and more that I'm just growing more and more content of who I am in Christ, where I am in Christ. And, um, even when things like this come, it's comforting to know that I have a savior that understands. But, um, enough about uh me and my personal (laughs) struggles for today um and by the way landon if you want to call in go right ahead man i'm gonna this might be a, a shorter sunday talk than usual though because uh well dylan's not here he has some uh you weren't on when i said this um he has some family stuff like he has like you know family coming to visit and stuff like that so he can't be on he might come on later but we don't know that's very tentative but um so, where was it? So today's church sermon again. Un- oh, you're unable to join today. Oh man. Well, you know what, Landon. I hope you had a great week. And if there's anything you want to share in the chat box, I'll just share on the mic. Just let me know. But um, I did attend the uh, I did attend the Presbyterian Church today. And um, like I told you, I'm really not a Presbyterian. I don't really believe in infant baptism. But um, they're they're still a brother and sister in the Lord. That's a secondary issue. It doesn't dictate salvation. And one, me and Dylan are planning future episodes of how to draw the distinction of like, okay, why can I call this group brothers and sisters in Christ, but not this group, we're working on that. But, um, yeah, it was just a wonderful church service today. I'm happy that I got to go. Um, you know, God's been so gracious in this time, and I can't can't stress that enough, how gracious he's been even, even in the midst of everything and all the chaos that's going on in the world and going on even on a personal level. But um, we had... Today's study was, he's, goes, he's going through the whole uh, book of Mark, and it was in Mark 7, verses 24 through 30. And in this story was a, Syro, a Syrophoenician woman. This was a pagan. This was someone that wasn't, that as a matter of fact, the Jews openly tried not to associate with, but her daughter was demon-possessed. And she wanted to help her child. She wanted to heal her child. And here she, and she finds Jesus. And she goes to him, who's, like I said, Jesus was a Jew. She was a Gentile, and what they often didn't associate with each other. And she begs him to cast the demon out. And he says, let the children be satisfied first, for it is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. Now, a lot of people consider this the black eye of the book of Mark because here we have Jesus acting in a way kind of racist because here he's saying like, oh, I need, it could come off very easily. Like, oh, I'm helping out the Jew before the Gentile. But then she responds, yes, Lord, but even the dogs under the table feed on the children's crumbs. And then he says to her, Because of this answer, go, the demon has gone out of your daughter. And the demon, and then she went home and her, not only was her daughter fine, she was asleep. So why did Jesus have this reaction? Why did he say that? Uh, I just want to draw a parallel. And this is the parallel that he drew, that, that the pastor drew. Earlier, he had talked about the... He had talked to the Pharisees, and they were talking about well, what makes you saved, what makes you clean, and they were talking about, oh, the the Sabbath, what you eat, what you touch, yada yada yada. And then you know he tells them in earlier in the chapter as it pertains to what he what it eats. Like there's nothing outside the man which can defile him if it goes into him, but the thing things which proceed out of the man are what defile the man. And then er, and then later on in verse 19 he says but it does not go into his heart but into the stomach and is eliminated so like i said this wasn't this was very much a heart issue sin is a heart issue and here's this woman who isn't a jew isn't the high ranking official that the pharisees are is really kind of at the uh at the bottom of the totem pole so to speak and she comes up to him and she just falls at his feet and says, heal my daughter, heal my daughter. And this woman showed more faith than the Jewish leaders of the time. Now, I don't think Jesus, I don't think really any self or the self, um, any theologian worth their salt would say that this was inherently a racist comment Jesus made. I think he was trying to dismiss the stereotype of the Syrophoenician Gentile by taking it head-on, so to speak, by bringing it to the surface, and this kind of ties in with what me and Dylan said when we are talking about Ephesians on Thursday, of how salvation in Christ isn't just for Israel. It's not just for a nation. It's for the world. It's for everyone who will believe, and now this woman, like I said, just comes over is the bottom of the totem pole? Jesus says, Well, basically basically saying to her, Well, aren't you not aren't you not a child of Israel? And then she says, yes, i'm not I'm not worthy of this' And it's and then he heals her daughter. and there's no details given. Like I said, she just she even believes it afterwards. She doesn't fight him, she doesn't question. And then she goes home and to see her daughter's completely fine. And I can't help but wonder that response seems a lot like when Simon met Jesus and before he became Peter and just fell to his knees and says, "Depart from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man." It's really just pure faith that allows people to do this. It's pure faith that Jesus healed the daughter. That's what and he knew it was there. He was sovereign, but he it's like it's almost like he knew what to say to get that out of her. And it just really affirmed me because there are some times when I don't feel close to God. I don't feel, I feel the same way as this lady was seen by the Jewish leaders. And I got to tell you, I do feel like, you know what? I'm not even worth the bread. I'm not even worth the bread that everyone eats. Just I'll I'll stand at the table and if a crumb comes my way, I'll do it. And then he's like, no. No. You're not you don't just need the bread. You don't you don't need to wait for the crumbs. No, the bread is yours. Take it. Um just hallelujah. Praise God for that. Oh man. And yeah, just um God's been good. And we and like I said, it's just it's just faith, man. It's oh man, I'm repeating myself here but um landon if there's anything you want to uh add on to here feel free man um you could just write in the chat box you can whatever and i'll try to say it out as best i can but um yeah even what you're learning this week what you're even just what you're doing how's everything at home it's just it's welcome so, um, and then in my Bible reading I, uh, this week, I got to tell you, I think I had a week a lot like you, Landon, because it was like, well, where wasn't I? I it wasn't like, oh, here I am. And I don't, if I have to be honest, I do, I ha- I'm in several books of the Bible. As a matter of fact, you guys can't see my Bible, but I have post-it notes for bookmarks and stuff like that. And it's really all over. But um, there are times when I won't read certain books for the day. If I have to be honest, I'm, re- I'm reading through Mark myself. So it's just, I guess, kind of ironic that um, that Mark is what the church I visited is going through. But I haven't, I haven't really touched it in a few days. I've mostly been in the epistles. I've read through the book of Hebrews. I started the book of James. Uh, I went back to the Psalms, but my primary reading has been in the Proverbs. And um, I just want to draw your attention to Psalm 25. And uh, Psalm 25 was, again, I'm going to get personal here. And I really try not to get personal on this show. I mean, sometimes you can't help it. But when I read through this, it was a day that I had to make a really difficult choice. And um, I made the right choice. But... The right choice is never the easy one. So, um, this was a prayer, Psalm David, a prayer for protection, guidance, and pardon. To to you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. O my God, in you I trust. Do not let me be ashamed. Do not let my enemies exalt over me. Indeed, none of those who wait for you will be ashamed. Those who deal treacherously without cause will be ashamed. Make known your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth. And teach me, for you are the God of my salvation. For you I wait all day. Remember, O Lord, Lord, your compassion and your loving kindness, for they have been from old. And when I was reading this, And I was reading it out loud the day I I made this choice. It became very clear that as I was saying it out loud, I was talking to me. And yeah, and it's just like I said, I had to learn, just like that, I had to trust in the Lord. I had to trust in the Lord that he would not put me into shame that he would not let my enemies exalt over me to know that his, he that he's compassionate, that mm-hmm. he has loving kindness. Oh man. Sorry. I tapped the mic and, uh, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And just, I- I'm going to say this a thousand times over until, um, until the show's over, but God's been good despite of everything this week and i'm holding on to those promises more and more than i think i've ever been than i've ever done before and sometimes you feel like you're holding on for dear life like you're in a f5 t- tornado and you know it's coming, it's like about, it's a few feet away, and your legs are off the ground. You're holding on to something, and your grip is loosening. And you you know that if you let go, something, nothing, something good's not going to happen. You're not going to make it. But that's not the case. When you're dealing with, when you have a sovereign God, when you have a loving God. Because even if, even if, even if you don't survive the situation, that's the worst thing that can happen is in any situation on the planet, is that you won't survive it. But know this to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord you will be with him face to face that's how this ends so it's really is you're in a win win either you're going to prosper out of this and i'm not talking like prosperity gospel you're going to you're going to come out on this because he will lead your path or you're going to be with him face to face and it's like i said no matter what your situation is i just want to leave you guys off with god's in control and he does work out all things for the good of those who love him. So please, of course, for salvation, put your trust in him and him alone. But know this if you're not, not only if your trust isn't in him, you forego not just salvation, you forego the peace that surpasses all understanding. Landon, when you're on this show multiple times, you talk about that security in Christ, knowing that you're in him you're in his hand and nothing can pluck you out i don't think there is a better situation in the universe to be i don't think there's a more comfortable spot i don't there is no safer place for someone to be than in the arms of god and sometimes when you're in the when you're and when you're in his arms you're not completely turned off you know if there's something if there's something around you but you could rest in his arms you can rest in his presence he says come to me all who are weak and heavy laden for i will give you rest brothers and sisters we i said this at the start of the show we live in the most trying times i have seen in my almost 25 years on this planet I have seen, I lived in New York at six years old when 9-11 happened. I lived in New York at 17 years old when Superstorm Sandy happened. I have seen people suffer. I've seen people's houses be taken away. I've actually, um, I actually, if I have a few months after Hurricane Sandy, I went on a field trip somewhere for school and there was this area that was, that had houses, it was beachfront property and those houses were gone and those people were out on the street. No matter what this is, no matter what it is, what happens, whether it's the man-made attack, the virus, the storm, God's there. He's in control. He controls the storm. Hold on, I just want to pull up the verse, right? Just pull this up, I want to... Oh, man. I'm on I'm on the page where it is. All right. Oh wait. Okay. Here we are. This is Job 37, 13. Whether for the corruption the correction or or for his word or for loving kindness. He causes it to happen. Now, this is in the context of Job's suffering. This was when his friends were trying to comfort him in the midst of all this. Hold on, as a matter of fact, let me just I can just open to the book of Job, man. I'm actually reading through the book of Job myself right now. So yeah, this is ah uh, Eliahu, Elithu. I I'm not even gonna bother. Um and at the whole point of Job 37 is God is back is back of the storm. He controls the storm. He from the breath verse 10. I'm gonna read verses ten through thirteen. From the breath of God, ice is made, and the expanse of the waters is frozen. Also with moisture, he loads the thick clouds he disperses the cloud of his lightning it changes direction turning around by his guidance that it may do whatever he commands on the face of the inhabited earth whether for correction or for his word or for loving kindness he causes this to happen now i'm going to read ahead to verse 14. listen to this o job stand and consider the wonders of god do you know how God establishes them and makes the lightning of his cloud to shine? Do you know about the thick layers of thick clouds? I'm just to turn the page. The wonders of one one perfect in knowledge, in you whose garments are hot when the land is because of the south wind, can you with him spread out the skies strong as a molten mirror? Teach us what we shall say to him. We cannot arrange our case because of darkness. Shall it be told him that I would speak, or should a man say that he would be swallowed up? Like I said, God's in control, and sometimes we don't understand it, and really, sometimes we never do. Sometimes later on when there's a certain amount of time pass passes and we have you know the old saying hindsight's 2020 we um we ne- we need to we lose track of that god is infinite and we are finite his understanding is infinite there's no cap on it now no matter how much you thirst for knowledge no matter how much you crave it and you go out and you seek it there's always a cap to how much you're going to know and that, but that's not the case with God. So, Briss, please, I just implore everyone on this episode of the Sunday Talk that, um, whatever you're going through right now, it's not for nothing. Sometimes it's hard to see what it is. Sometimes you never fully understand why. But... There's no, it's not chaos, it's not a game of chance, it's not some kind of cosmic dice roll that you lost money out on. There's a reason behind it. And if there's anything we can, and sometimes you need the storms to be humbled to know that I can't do this on my own, that I can't be here by myself, that I can't that I can't save myself. But we're not called to save ourselves, we're called to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and we shall be saved. So um, if there's anything I could leave you off with, it's that, just believe, have faith, troubled soul, cast all your cares on him, for he cares for you. Um, If there's anything, Landon, you want to add in, you can just type it in. As a matter of fact, I'm I'm kind of done right now. I might call this an early show. But um, yeah, if there's anything you want to add on, please do. Or any prayer requests, praise reports, you just let me know. And um, I'll actually tell you how you could pray for me. It's just like I said, just pray that I continue to walk by faith. It's that I don't try to rationalize, I don't try it, and I don't overthink. I just walk by faith. And like I said earlier, the whole Bible, the whole Bible teaches faith. Faith, faith, faith. Abraham was justified by faith. We are justified now by faith alone. Grace alone through faith alone. So, please. It sounds so simple. I know it sounds simple, but it can be so hard. Walk by faith, people. Walk by faith. Just enjoying listening. I hope to get you to wake up. Let's hope to continue to wake up hearts to the knowledge of the victory of Jesus Christ. We need leaders to say yes, to proclaim aiming it, amen brother. We need a new generation to go out and say, we have victory. We have victory. We need to, especially I said this before, I'll say it again. I probably sound like a broken record, but especially in these days like this and who in the days ahead, we need, we need that so i'm actually gonna if your great hope is rapture or in heaven you don't know the good news yeah and, all right so i'm actually going to close out today's show guys um it was a relatively short show but um i'd rather th- thank you bro and if there's this, uh anything i could pray for you on just let me know just If you wanna say it to me privately or you don't mind me saying it on mic, just feel free. But um I'm gonna pray us out and I'd rather you know what I'm the show's gonna end quickly, but I'd rather have a show that, you know, stays that's a good show and I oh man, I keep tapping my mic, man. Sorry guys. And my books fell again. You have no idea how much that annoys me. I have like I think I might have O C D or something because I like I organize things in a certain way, and then when something gets thrown off, it drives me mad. Okay, this is going to be bad. Here I am talking about faith, and here I and now I'm trying to fix up fix my books. Okay, and okay, that's just not going to happen right now. Oh, how embarrassing! All right, but. Yeah, i'm gonna pray us out and it was a good show today um stay tuned on thursday for the study of ephesians the final half of the book of ephesians um and yeah so i'm gonna pray us out father god we come before you today and we thank you for what you've done and what you will do we thank you for jesus christ who on the cross se- sealed our pardon and paid the debt and set us free we thank you for the, for the promises you made. We thank you that you keep your promises. And Father, we thank you for being so faithful, even when we are not, that you are the faithful one. You are the holy one. And the day will come where we will see you face to face. And I can't, I honestly can't wait for that, Father, when the faith we have will be made sight. And just like the hymn says, when we've been there 10,000 years, we would have already begun. So, Father, may it be. May we, may you shine your glory throughout the land, and everyone know who know that you are Lord God Almighty. We love you and praise you. It's in Jesus' name, Amen. All right. So, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, this has been the Sunday talk. Please join us again Thursday at eight p.m. Eastern time for our, our second half of the study of the Book of Ephesians um my name is joseph Dronik and i pray you guys have a great week take care guys have a good one